Hey kids, do you like soda? Yeah! Do you like YouTube shows about soda? Uh-huh. Kinda. <laughs> you should check out Soda Discussions. It's on YouTube every Thursday where our friends Dan and Jeff talk about different soda types and see if they like them or not. It's Soda Discussions. Hey, hey, we're Jeff and Dan. You can hear us say things like, Wow! And, Huh? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Check us out every Thursday. Enjoy. So this is a movie that you guys will like. I thought it was okay. Oh, baby, that was good. I am stupid. <laughs> I like to cook slop. Do you want to top that slop? Thought we were going to have fun here. Yes, queen. Down with guilty pleasures, up with pleasure pleasures. Did we talk you into... Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into, the podcast where a group of friends try to talk each other, and maybe even you, into liking what we like. This episode, it's Delocated. My name is Dan, and my family has an heirloom, which is a plastic statue of a chipmunk that lives outside my house and is named Charlie Nuts. Are you kidding me? <laughs> my name is Jeff, and did you guys notice there's way more chipmunks than there used to be? What's going on with that? <laughs> yeah. My name is Jimmy, and I'm still waiting for Sonic Adventure 3. Guys, we got to talk about this chipmunks thing. Wow, we had two chipmunk fun facts in the same episode? I was like, why is Jeff saying, are you kidding me? <laughs> are you serious? It's well, we, on my list to talk about. Well, you both talked about it last time we recorded because we walked out and Jeff was like, you still have that? And I was like, it's Charlie Nuts. He's a member of the family. Yeah, but I could have said that during the Star Trek episode and I didn't. I know. I, I, talked, I, I, I forgot about we talked because I talked about that with another friend chipmunks they're everywhere yeah i've noticed it too and they're bold they'll just they run are, right out in yeah front they don't and, give a and more than usual i used to see chipmunks once a year you see a little <laughs> guy skitter around this last year or two everywhere they're I'll all over the chipmunks place chipmunks always hold their tail straight up like they're better than everyone because yeah. they're prissy little bitches they, you they drink that? their tea with their pinkies up too like, in our area, Jeff, there's a lot of chipmunks. Like I have a lot of chipmunks in my back. So is it a is it a waterberry thing? I think so. Yeah. So I there's, no, more chipmunks. there's no chipmunks in New Haven. I don't think so. They've all really? been run over, probably. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I've had chipmunks in my area. I've lived there for like eight years, and I've had a lot of chipmunks. There's so many. Look out the window with the yeah. little baby, and I'm like, hey, look at that squirrel. Oh no, there's chipmunks over there. My wife, she's from West Virginia. She calls right. them fairy diddles. Very cute. That's adorable. Isn't it? And then I looked it up and fairy diddles is a term you can use for any kind of woodland rodent. Oh. But she calls heaven. West, West Virginia. Virginia. Blue Ridge Mountain. So Charlie Nuts. So let's yeah. talk about Charlie Nuts. Yeah, it's this weird little kitsch plastic. I mean, it's not that little. It's like the size of a small it's dog. It's like a football, yeah. <laughs> uh, statue of... Um, a chipmunk but it's not really a statue it's plastic and it's like airbrush painted and uh it's beat to shit a couple years ago missing an ear we were at what's elephant trunk no it was the big one in massachusetts oh i don't know we were at some big huge uh, flea market that sells like antiques and stuff and someone had the exact same it was like pristine chipmunk. really Jimmy, it was, it was like, like perfect condition new wow. beautiful and i you think they're asking a hundred dollars for it yeah that's why it didn't worth it. it yeah 
But yeah, when my niece was living with me, she named it Charlie Nuts. Before that, it didn't have a it name. It didn't have an, all those years, didn't have a name. Not that I know. She just came up with Charlie Nuts. I like that. I think originally it was a hide a key. Um, I think there's a thing on the bottom where you could slide a key into. Well, if that became popular and you drive by and you see a little chipmunk. Exactly. That's why I don't use it for that. But it's kitsch. It's cute. What am I going to do with it? I'm not going to throw it away. My grandfather bought it. That's how episodes of Hoarders start. (laughs) And something about Sonic, would you say? (laughs) It's fine. Hello, hello again. We've been here for a few minutes and we'll be here for a few minutes longer. This is the part of the show called Talking Ourselves Into, where we tell each other in the audience little things we've been talking ourselves into recently. Nothing big. We're not going to do a full episode on it. If you don't like this part of the show, well, I would recommend looking at our show notes, reading those timestamps and skipping forward to the topic today, which is delocated. And if you like this part of the show and not delocated, then keep on listening until you want to stop, I guess. I don't know. You guys listen how you want to listen. I'm not here to tell you what to do. But this week, guys, recently bought a house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it a little bit, but it's a house that I own. And now I can listen to music as loud as I want to. Oh, and nobody, yeah. not even my wife or my baby, can tell me no. My wife can uh, she hasn't yet, but my baby can't because she doesn't know how to speak. She yet. could just scream in the direction of the record player. So I've been there three weeks. I just set up my record player a couple days ago. Um, it's not totally like where it's going to be, but I just wanted right. to listen to some music. And then uh, yesterday I came home and I was holding uh, the little baby and I was like, I'm going to put on some dance music. So I put on some Tegan and Sarah closer remixes, turn the bass all the way up. <laughs> All the way, literally, all, I turned the volume. It's been at about a 15 to 20% maximum. I turned this up to like 50%. Ooh. My house was rumbling. It was like boom, boom, boom. It'd be I would, funny if you blew your speakers out and you're like, uh uh-huh. <laughs> Dude, these speakers, my dad got these speakers like 20 years ago. Uh, the brand, probably longer. The brand is Boston. He had four. I only have two. I don't know what happened. We gave them to me like five years ago. And I don't even have a subwoofer. I just have these two speakers. When he first set it up at his house, the cops came like <laughs> within a half hour because it was so loud. He didn't realize how far it traveled and he lived on the water. So it just went even oh, further. Yeah. So they were like, uh, it sounds really good, but can you please turn this down? <laughs> he was like, okay. So yeah. So uh was dancing with her last night. Was he listening to the Bee Gees at that time? That's very funny. No, I don't know exactly what was on, but it was probably something I know very that story. bad. Or, um, yeah, Should we know. just tangentially tell that story? Yeah, we could tangentially tell any story. We there want. was a period of time uh, after high school where Jeff lived with his dad, um, and I had never met Jeff's dad or been to that house. And he's like, hey, I got to stop at home and grab something. So we went by there, and uh, Jeff had a key. Because I live there. And uh, he was like, I think my dad's home, but I'll just let us in. So he opens the door. It's evening. And uh, the sound of the Bee Gees is uh, (laughs) quite loud. I think it was on that surround sound system. He was watching a uh, concert, though. Yeah. So we walk into the living room and his dad is facing the TV with his back to us. He's sitting on the couch watching the Bee Gees live in concert (laughs) on TV. And uh, Jeff makes his presence known. He's like, hey. And his dad stands up 
and he's wearing like a polo shirt and no pants. <laughs> I don't you remember if it was boxers or tidy whities. And he's like, oh, hey, boys, how's it going? I think he was drinking a beer. He was happy drunk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it was just like rocking out. To this the is how he like cuts loose. Yeah. It was like a Friday night after work, kicked back with Which a beer. Which is funny because he is of the generation um, and he grew up in those crowds that I didn't have some positive words to say about people who would listen to the Bee Gees. Yeah. <laughs> so then watch walking in and watching yeah. the Bee Gees was equivalent in his underwear of, you know, walking into a very sticky situation. Um, yeah. So anyways, you're playing loud music, playing loud music in and your I'm underwear, dancing with the baby oh. and swinging her around. And she's like, <laughs> and like kicking her feet because she wants to dance, too. Cute. And then I was like, let the baby drop. And then, like, I went down with the music and she's like, ah! <laughs> And she has like this big grin on her face that's like 10% terror and yeah. 90% like, yeah, more, more, more. <laughs> it's just very fun. It's like when you start throwing the kids. That's the oh, face. I, I've been throwing her. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Well, now I got ceiling fans, so I got to like. <laughs> Can't go that I, hard. Yeah. I'm like, oh, boy, I got to be careful. <laughs> Dan, what are you talking yourself into this week? I'm talking myself into a soft reboot of my living room decor. <laughs> I love this phrasing. I hate you. Sorry. A soft reboot. The reason why I call it that is because I'm not doing. When I moved into this house, you're keeping the fundamentals. Exactly. But you're changing it exactly. Up a little bit. Yeah. I, when I moved in this house, I redid the living room, and that was like a big deal. My yeah. grandmother had really bad floral wallpaper. I ripped all that down, painted, uh, put in some new furniture, uh, new artwork on the walls. So fundamentally, I'm keeping that. Um, I'm doing what I call a soft reboot, and I'm not doing it right this minute, but I'm starting to lay the plans in my head of like what I want to change, which is mostly uh, I have a couch and a love seat in my living room that are pretty beaten up, like some stains and stuff like that. So I need to replace them. And I started thinking like, okay, well, when I replace them, what type of furniture am I going to get and what color? I, I like color. I'm a color boy like Jimmy. Mm. Um, you're not going to get something comfortable unless it's like there's like an earthy brown or black or white. Or something. I don't really care about anything comfortable for that room. Well, like, that's I'm what not, I'm saying. Like yeah. you're probably just you're going to get something that looks nice, but you're not going to want to really sit on ever. Yeah, that's fine. I'm I like mid-century modern. That's my style aesthetic. So I'm going to get a couch that's like low to the ground and hard, like this couch with legs. Um, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that that one's really bad because that's like a futon. Yeah. I'll get something better than that. But um, so I started thinking about colors and like most of my room is gray, but I have some red stuff and I would like to introduce a third color. So it's not just all gray and red. Um, so here's where I really just blew my mind open and I was like, this is how it's going to work. How do I introduce another color? Well, you do it with a rug with a pattern. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I decided to get the hallway carpeting from the shining <laughs> i knew that's where this is oh, going wow. so i'm gonna get a rug i don't like, know how but like I knew this it. one here they sell it online of the shining and uh that's red orange and and black and gray famously and at the almo draft house yeah well. so i'm gonna uh i'm gonna probably get a gray couch just because that's more conservative but some bright orange armchairs you know those kind of armchairs that would like be in don draper's house yeah no i'm aware have, like, I, I know exactly what you're thinking of yeah yeah nice so yeah i think uh i like that uh a couch two armchairs um the rug and like i want to get one of those like low surfboard wooden coffee tables nice just pimp out that room a little bit more i like it jim what are you talking yourself into 
Uh, you guys don't like me talking about video games, but this is just going to be quick. Uh, I've been playing a game called Back for Blood. It's very similar to like a Left for Dead. Uh, you get like four people. You shoot zombies. You go from one place to the other. Very fun. Very cool. They have this whole sequence where you're in this bar and you have a jukebox playing. And you need the jukebox playing so people can find you. But of course, zombies also come come and find you. But it's playing Black Betty, Black Betty and it's freaking fun. That's a good fight. Yeah. Song. Yeah. Was- What's the platform? Uh, everything. It's on. I've been playing, playing it on PC. Okay. Yeah. It's cool. good. Fun. Yeah. Fellas. Yeah. Delocated. Yeah. Is a very fun show that premiered on Adult Swim. In 2009, it was one of those shows that ran for like 12 minutes or something odd. Mm -hmm. Um, After the first season, they increased it to a full 22 minutes. Nice. Um, It stars John Glazer, uh, who Mm -hmm. is a comedic actor that I'm sure you're both familiar with. Dr. Mm -hmm. Jam. Dr. Jam from Parks and Recreation, along with like many other things. Um, I told you guys way back that I wanted to talk you into some of John Glazer's shows. He kind of has his own little like television show universe uh, does he yeah they're these short run like adult swim series they last for a couple seasons they're very odd very out there yeah um they're like the eric andre of sitcoms uh i would say okay or some of them are mockumentary style this one is mockumentary delocated is loosely about a guy named john who mm, testified creative. against the russian mob and has gone into witness protection with his family and there's a reality show being made about a family in witness protection and in order to protect their identities they wear black ski masks and some of them have their voices distorted yeah that's all i know about this show because this was at a point when adult swim was behind me it was in my past yeah adult swim was a big part of my teenage years and then in 2009 i was like i'm in my mid-20s i don't need adult swim anymore um but maybe i did yeah, uh, Jim, what do you know about the show? Nothing. I don't know. None of this sounds familiar. <laughs> I don't know none of this. Yeah. Um, th- the main... Chris Elio is in this, right? I don't know. The main... Oh, was he in that other show that was on around the same time? I don't know. I know that the main, like... I don't even want to say villain, but the antagonist of this show is portrayed by Eugene Merman. He plays uh, a Russian mafia hitman named Evgeny. I didn't even know that. <laughs> Who is also an aspiring stand-up comedian. <laughs> and he is hired to track down and kill John. Um, mm. Yeah, it ran for three seasons. Like I said, it was like 11 minutes long. Um, ran up until 2013. It gets very weird and then has like sort of a fulfilling ending Unlike a lot of these shows. Mm. Um, I don't know what I'm going to have you guys watch yet, but I will put it in the show notes. It's probably going to be a lot of season one because you can get through 11 minute episodes pretty quick in 11 minutes. Yeah. The reason why I chose this show, I would say this is probably like what pushed him to a different level of notoriety. I would still say he's not like a household name or anything, but um, he's a comedy nerd guy. Yeah. Delocated is uh, streaming on HBO Max right now. Whereas his other shows, Neon Joe, Werewolf Hunter, and John Glazer loves, what is it called? 
I don't remember what it's called, but uh, they are not available streaming anywhere right now. So cool. Yeah. So I'm going to have you guys check out some episodes on HBO Max. They'll be in the show notes. And when we come back, we'll be spoiling them because this is a pretty like through storyline. So you have to watch in order. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. <laughs> John Glazer Loves Gear is the name of the other show. Uh, Great. Glad I have that information now. Just remember. If you were located and then you were in a different location from that first location, you were delocated, right? That's the show we watched. Guys, we're talking about delocated, the very popular show that's going to get us a lot of listens. <laughs> it might. It might be uh, a cult classic, which I don't of know two if it is. people. But, you know. <laughs> Jimmy's it's making still, me sad. We have, we, have, we have weird topics sometimes. It's fine. I'm just thinking about the SEO. I, I like Delocated. Yeah, you did. So you tried to talk us in. I like John Glazer. Uh, I like all of his shows. This is the only one that's streaming anywhere. Yeah. To much fanfare. It is very bad quality. Uh, <laughs> it was filmed on a Nokia, I believe. Maybe a <laughs> Motorola Razor. Seems like Which it. is fine because it sets me back to that time. Oh, yeah. Um, Of like. It came out in 2008. Yeah, but it still feels earlier. It feels like uh, 90s MTV or early 2000s internet. I could see that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's not a lot of plot. These episodes no. are like 12 no. minutes long. We can just talk about the entire season in like two minutes. Yeah, so. Yeah, I'd, we don't have to go yeah. beat by beat. There's not much story. Chronologically, we don't really know what, quote unquote, John did yeah. uh, to get him in this situation. Well, but he, he testified against uh, Eugene Merman. The Russian mob guy. Well, not specifically. I don't think he testified against Evgeny, but well, he, he did something to the Russian mob. Yeah, yeah. And they've right. sent Evgeny out to kill him. Merminsky. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What? What? I mean, well, Eugene Merman speaks Russian. He's from Russia. He's great. Yeah. So it's just too. very funny. Yeah. And he's also like a trash wannabe comedian who's just like <laughs> making like. Yeah. In my country, we do this. Jokes. I love when he met up with his dad, somebody in jail. And then he just gives him the CD. I'm like, that's so real. Yeah. <laughs> it was very funny. But yeah, I mean, just like the setup. The setup is it's a re reality TV show. Right. John, his wife and kid wear masks and these voice chips and they're undercover. Yeah. And that simply or that quickly goes away except for John. He's eventually the only one wearing that. Right. And, you know, we're introduced to their like keepers, their secret service agents, Mike. Um, yeah. who becomes a, a bigger character yeah. over time. They become good friends. Um, that's kind of the first episode. The Well, the, the thing that is the sort of the twist is that yeah. uh, John, because he's great, because he's so narcissistic, has this line. They, they, they were promised a suite, like a big, huge, fancy hotel that they were going to stay at yeah, until the apartment like was ready. Hotel. And it's yeah. a regular hotel room. And he's like calling the producer. And he's like... You think I would have risked my wife and son being murdered, murdered to stay in a regular <laughs> room? And his wife is just like, I'm taking the kid and I'm leaving. Yeah, that was really funny. And they're pretty much separated for the yeah. rest of the series. Well, well, the other, the funniest part in this is when he meets Paul Rudd in the store. Yeah. yeah. And then, I'm a big fan. yeah, they, they try to shoot John, but it hits Paul Rudd. And it's like the worst sound effects. It literally went, Pew! 
yeah. yeah. And, then and then you pa- see Paul Rudd kind of fall yeah. over. I was like, what badly. happened? <laughs> it was kind of funny, but the funniest part was when he's on the ground and he's like, Naming off he was in Clueless. <laughs> yeah. There's so many. He was in this movie, like with this, the voice changer. Yeah, this really yeah. bad movie, like all the bad Paul Rudd movies. Yeah, he's like, I really liked you in this, and he's like, you and you, you and ten people, and then the crying. Like this comes up a few times throughout the show, but the crying with the voice changer is one of the most hysterical things. He's like, I gotta say, the first episode when I heard the voice changer, I'm like, this is gonna be bad. Like I was so annoyed with it just to start off. Really? Yeah. Um, but it, I got used to it pretty quickly. Yeah, you get so used to it that I. I forgot to mention him in the first half i remember the masks but i oh, yeah. i don't think i talked about the voice changers yeah which it's funny because they they get it put on their vocal cords yeah which is funny <clears throat> uh, and then the funniest part of the next episode which is kind of the whole these are only 11 minute episodes so yeah. a lot of the jokes are one note and this was the bar mitzvah but his son is really into ska. So it's a <laughs> ska, ska themed ska mitzvah. Yeah. And it's just a bunch of ska and bar mitzvah puns. Yeah. Which is fine. It's great. Yeah. It's fine. That's all there is in There's the There's also some visual gags that I love yeah. in this. Um, I well, love when they try to accessorize the, the masks. Like the scene where uh, they're in the park and John's son is wearing like a ska get up over his yeah. ski mask. He's like wearing the little pork pie hat. Yeah. I also funny. like in shows when there's like an adult that's just like swearing or yelling in front of children yeah that's always that's it's always, always funny. funny i really like that obviously the plot line is funny because uh john and his wife are separated at this point uh-huh. so um john ha- or john's wife has their own uh like security guard uh-huh. and uh apparently the security guard is into scott and then is getting subsequently <laughs> yeah. the kid into scott right so it becomes clear that there's like a relationship developing also yeah. like he puts his hand on the small of john's wife's back it's, yeah it's really good that and then funny. at the same point mike is encouraging john to get out there and date more yeah. <laughs> he's like immediately dating and they're like the worst dates ever yeah that was funny um he has like some really bad pickup lines i'm trying to remember what one of them is but every relation every date ends horribly because he's like he's like yeah i'm uh in the witness protection program i'm also in the sexual intercourse program <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was awesome episode uh, three the only thing i really remember because it's all a blur it's just yeah it's an hour just... of stuff that we watch yeah. was that Eugene Merman starts a reality show because Delocated becomes so popular. <laughs> yeah. So he starts a reality show where he's trying to kill, kill the guy John. on Delocated, but yeah. it's live. Yeah. So yeah. John's watching. He's like, "Is that my hallway?" <laughs> that was the best part. It like this really is really. Good. I was like, "This is pretty funny." Like the whole yeah. episode is just one gag. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, there's it also gets really meta the B storyline where he fires Mike so that they become, so they become friends. Friend. He's like, "You can't be my friend and my guardian. You're fired." Yeah. They become best friends by the end of the episode. Friend. Yeah, he, he's like an annoying friend. He picks up John's son at school without telling anyone. <laughs> he's like, we're friends. Uh, Rage Cage. I love this business. John opens his own business. Yeah. I feel like this I've is a seen thing this now. Before. Yeah. It became yeah. a thing or yeah. was this a thing when he made? This? I don't think so. Basically, aggravated people pay John money to go into a room and just smash the shit out of stuff. Yeah. Like with sledgehammers and stuff. That he meets his soon to be girlfriend. Kim. Yeah. yeah yeah she comes in and she's like i got rage in me and she <laughs> rages out but yeah then they then they start dating and it's a really bad relationship yeah they stay together for a while um there's a weird side tangent where john finds out that his voice uh 
changer thing is very relaxing to babies. Yeah. He becomes the soother. <laughs> he also yeah. starts ASMR. Yeah, basically. Yeah, pretty much. He's really ahead of the curve here. Yeah. But the good thing about what Jeff referenced, which is that because they're so short, they're like one joke, is you can go on these weird tangent episodes. Right. Like a whole episode where he's touring the country as a professional baby soother. Yep. And it's just like fine because by the end of the 10 minutes, they're back to the original plot. <laughs> yeah. And but that the, was the episode with the hand. The too. hand, yeah. Kim went away, so she like gave oh, yeah. him a mold of her hand to like keep him happy, and he like <laughs> fell in love with it's the so hand. weird. And then the hand gets shot, so it saves his <laughs> yeah. life, but it gets destroyed, and then he starts crying again. And yeah, more of voice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you love me or do you love my hand? So these are the kind of things that John Glazer does really well. These weird things that are absurdist, but also like. Not just absurd for comedy's sake, but just surreal. Like, none of this would happen in the real world. Um, and it's so, like, meta. It's, like, layers upon layers of unrealistic things that you just go along for the ride. Mm -hmm. This is what I like about his shows. This continues on into, a, like, a very... Like, the entire Neon Joe werewolf hunter is all, like, this weird shit. Mm. Like, him falling in love with an inanimate object and stuff. <laughs> um, members Only, episode six. Uh, they make a TV movie about Susan's life. And John tries to join a country club, but they don't want him because they're racist against people with black ski masks. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> it was weird. That was good. And then he's like uh, kind of recruited by like the black or black uh, jockey. No, not jockeys. Caddies. Caddies. Yes. Thank you. That was funny. Uh, yeah. Last episode. Sick of it. Uh, this is a very weird episode. John gets sick and tired of the cameras following him around when he's trying to discipline his son. Mm -hmm. So he runs away into the woods yeah. and he meets Michael Shannon. Yeah. <laughs> yes, was that like, was is, very strange. This is a very weird cameo. Yeah. And decides to switch life. I mean, he was obviously nobody when this. Yeah. Came out, yeah. And he decides to switch lives with this guy. And the guy goes out wearing John's mask. mask and stuff. It's a very strange episode. And then dies. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, there's really you it's pretty can't much really it. Say much that else. was a plot. It's not a plot no. heavy show. Yeah, it's basically but it just go places. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it goes a lot of weird places. <laughs> yeah. It's more about the tonality and stuff like that. So, right. what did you guys think of this idea of like anything weird and bullshit can happen in this world and people just accept it? Like, there's all these other weird tangents that are never fulfilled. Like the doorman at the hotel. John's son replaced, is like, yeah. he's is like, is that a fake mustache? mustache? And the guy gets really upset. And in the next <laughs> episode, quits. it's a different actor with a fake mustache. <laughs> yeah, but, but really they bring strange. it up. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's just the world. But it, it, it's weird because like they do accept stuff. Like nobody really mentions that he's in a mask or like that it's a bad idea. But then when he meets Kim's family, they it kind of they kind of start like questioning him, like why are you weird? So you know it it, it balances that line. Yeah, it definitely has a very specific sense of humor, which I I can get behind. I thought it was pretty funny. Um, it's like an, a combination of absurdism and also just dry humor. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, the show sure. wants you to believe that it's real. Mm -hmm. Yes, I agree. I also like the fake fact that they use the reality TV slash mockumentary thing to their advantage. Um, like there's a scene we didn't even talk about John's first job that he gets at the copy shop. Where the owner of the copy store just talks directly to camera and it, there's just some funny <laughs> yeah. moments of that. And yeah. then as Jeff said, there's the idea that like this hitman is trying to kill him, but he's being followed around by like two cameras and a sound guy and a boom operator and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So it's like John can just see everything coming. Yeah. And he's been funny. shot at in public on TV multiple times. And like there's never cops or yeah. Yeah. Like, the secret service. Do, secret They're service so members bad. die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They die. They just like 
they're just like get down they mike couldn't catch the guy eugene merman's character who shot paul rudd and he was like one foot away from him he was standing in the doorway <laughs> he literally opened the door to the store shot him and then like walked away killed paul rudd um so final push i would say that if you're hooked on uh delocated there's not a lot more for you to watch the episodes do get longer but there's only two seasons left mm. uh it's fun it's more of the same uh i think one thing that's it increases in further seasons that you guys will really appreciate is Eugene Merman's role becomes even larger. He becomes like a, I would say almost a co-lead. Oh, uh, as you see, like his show is really taken off. He's signing ladies boobs. <laughs> uh, Guinea, his brother gets introduced. There's Ooh. a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, might as well watch it. You're already like a third of the way done. <laughs> Any uh, overall thoughts? Anything le- no, left? No, it's kind of exactly what I thought it would be based yeah. on who's in it and mm. where when it aired, John Williams Street production or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's okay. It, 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 it whelmed. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. Jimmy, Jeff, did I talk you into Delocated? No. Yeah. How could you be a no? I don't know because it wasn't it wasn't funny enough. Jimmy sounded like he was a no too. I liked it. I'll probably never watch it again. But yeah, that's I still like that's it. where I am. Like it was fine, yeah. but I have no desire to watch more of it. So if, that's why I'm a no. If I had ended it like halfway through, would you have wanted to finish the season? No. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it was about it what it I probably would have been less because funny. a lot of the real funny stuff was towards the end, like with the hand. That episode yeah, was that great. Was yeah. Like, yeah, it was fine. I I don't dislike this at all, but I have no desire to watch more. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat, but I have a possibility that I might because it's so short. But I probably won't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. On the next episode, I'm talking to you guys into Neon Joe Werewolf Hunter. <laughs> No, no, just just kidding. Jeff, what are we doing next? Hard time? pass, baby. I believe Jimmy and I are teaming up again. Yeah, you. we are. I'm we excited for this one. We have a TV show that it, when it comes out, I watch it and I really enjoy it. Yeah. It's just and actually I haven't even seen the movie that it's based on. I haven't either. I've also haven't watched that much of the show, but what I've seen is very good. And the show is Dan Chef did, show. Dan shrugged. I thought maybe he knew. No. It's because we shared. I actually documents. did know, but I didn't know the exact title. I didn't know if it was like Chef Show the or Chef the Chef Show. show. Uh, the Chef weirdly show. enough, haven't seen the TV show. Didn't know there was a TV yeah. show, but I saw the movie. It's John Favreau. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just, he's in the show as well. Yeah. Yeah. He's the host of the show. He's making food with, with celebrities. Yeah. Interesting. It's yeah. pretty good. So we'll we'll have an episode list. Maybe like, I don't know, two, three episodes. Yeah, something it's not like going to be a lot. Yeah, not at all. Just to get the vibe. There's a few seasons. What's three or it four on? Seasons. Netflix. Netflix. Okay. Yeah. 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 We're very excited. More cooking, fellas. Love it. Love to see it. We should do a double episode. We didn't discuss this, but what if I talked you into the movie and you guys talked me into the TV show? We could do a separate episode on the movie. Yeah. I don't even know if it's streaming anywhere. We didn't prepare for I this. I think it's on Netflix. Guys, if you want to hear an episode of me talking Jeff and Jimmy into Chef, the John Favreau feature... Leave us a comment. Okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Fine. Nobody's listening to this episode. <laughs> Dan, where can people find the podcast online? Apparently nowhere. Yeah. This uh, episode is in witness protection. Yeah. You can find us on Twitter at TalkMeInto, Instagram, TalkMeInto Pod, TikTok, 
talk me into. Uh, if, if you're looking for a place, we're on all the major podcast apps, but you can always hit up talkmeinto.com. Mm-hmm. Also, you should really consider joining our Patreon. Uh, if you're listening to this episode, you're an avid fan. And our Patreon is the place for you. For five bucks a month, you're going to get access to a whole bunch of exclusive episodes, early access to videos, behind-the-scenes stuff, uh, notes, all kinds of weird stuff that's cool if you're a diehard. We also send out little free goodies every once in a while, like pins and stickers and stuff like that. Jeff, where can people find you? Jimmy, put a deep voice on me. Okay. You can't find me. I did the deep voice myself. I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed <laughs> to be doing here. You can find me on Twitter at J E F F F F F two seven. It's supposed to be five F's there. Jeff with five S and number twenty seven. Uh, Jimmy, where can people find you online? You can find me posting YouTube so discussions, guys. We're not talking about it enough. So discussions, it's coming out. It's your thing. You're yeah. enjoying it. Uh, you're you're the it's faces our, you're of the, so You're the producer, the director. You have uh, all the credits. Right. Yeah, check out So Discussions, guys. It's a very funny show that I make with these fellas. Uh, you can also find me uh, youtube.com slash sonofafitch. And you can find me at sonofafitch on Twitter and Instagram as well. Danny, Danny boy, where can people find you? You can see me hosting So Discussions with my boy Jeff. That's yeah. me. On YouTube. And uh, I'm Jeff. Yeah, you can also we have, so discussions has our own Twitter account at so discussions. Yeah, Can't pass does. that up, and you can follow me on Twitter under the name Danny underscore Breakdown. Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into. What will we talk you into next? Cooking. <laughs> What's cooking? cooking good looking with the fellow boys. <laughs> Tonight I'm gonna start a fight. I'm gonna let it all hang out. Gonna raise my voice, really make some noise. Yeah, I'm gonna scream and shout. The best thing about being a woman is the prerogative to have a bit of fun, fun, fun. Ooh, uh, uh, oh, totally crazy. Are those two different songs? No. Forget I'm a lady. Man shirt, shirt, shirts. Whoa, oh. Really go wild and feel the way I feel. Man, I feel like a woman. <laughs> I just have this vision of like 90s six star Brian yeah. just rocking out to that. On the dance floor. Dan knows wedding. all the words and I just know the. Yeah, that's all I know too. I know all the words to every song. You do. It's my. Are we moving autism. the table or is it moved? I think it's pretty good. Okay, just want to get the mic in the right place. Okay, okay, Dan. I work best under pressure, just an FYI. So okay, but don't worry about it. Hold on. Oh, you know what? Sorry, I forgot to do this. Do we have a a strategy on YouTube? Because I don't know how it works. What's a strategy? strategy. Like to get people to watch it. Like uh, are there thumbnails. hashtags, thumbnails, yeah, algorithms? I'll do, I'll do thumbnails, do I'll do hashtags. Episode titles are big. Yeah. Yeah, we have to keep the episode titles short and simple. Yes. Right. But also Which is smart the, the way that, that you you did it, which is the topic and then so discussions. Yes. That's smart. Yes. Yeah, I might even change that. I might Whatever just do you like Coca Cola with coffee, exclamation mark, question mark. Yeah. And then in the details put like so discussions episode. Oh. Right. It's it's like Hold crooked, the table dude. From it's not even straight. You're not. <laughs> no, you.
Be, it's upside down, so you have to spin it. No, I'm just, that's just the thing I say every week. You do. New York is New York. You don't even know the song. I don't. That's why it's funny. So fine. We scored him. Yes. To be so low. And if I call you from First Avenue, you're the only motherfucker in the city who can handle me. Sorry, dude. Um. Oh, was there an F bomb in there? I didn't hear. 